The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci, and I'm on the grid, and so is the raging redhead, Cam Stewart. We're also going to be part of the... Loudest station in the nation, SB Nation Radio. Get ready. Scotty Farrell, coast to coast, game time decisions. Uh, starting about a week uh, from now, actually, April the 14th, syndicated and simulcast. So no change for those of you that live on the grid as it is uh, right now. Uh, but we're going to welcome SB Nation, and it's a big nation at that. And uh, we're going to make it the loudest a station in the nation. Uh, so uh, the sports grid uh, takeover continues. I look forward to it, Cam, and I also look forward to breaking down a lot of stuff as we've got a lot of stuff going on in a crazy world right now. Yeah, you said it, buddy. These leagues, uh, they're trying to get their plans together. Some make a little bit of sense. Some don't make sense, but uh, we'll break it all down through this chaos for sure, man. Well, let's start off um, with um, with a man that we've spent a lot of time talking about, and we've stated that out of everybody out there, he's the one guy. And listen, sportsbooks posted odds that this guy would host an event in North Korea. And I don't even <laughs> think it was that crazy, actually. And we're talking about Dana White. So, of course, the big UFC 249 card between Tony Ferguson and Khabib, much anticipated the fifth time they were supposed to fight, um, couldn't happen in Las Vegas. Couldn't happen anywhere in the United States. Khabib was told it's going to be in Russia or it's going to be in the Middle East. So it's okay if you go back home right now. He flew to Dubai. He ended up uh, getting told in Dubai we're closing the airport in four hours. Make up your mind. You stay or you go to Russia. <laughs> so it was like, I go, I go to Russia. <laughs> I go to Russia. Yeah, he went back to Dazakhstan. <laughs> he can't get out right now. Everybody says cancel the card. Everybody says it's too dangerous to, to hold this UFC card. No one wants to sanction a card. He can't find a location for the card. And he said, I've got numerous locations that I'm working on. And not only that, but he's announced a full card. He's got a full slate, a full, and it's a pretty badass card, actually. It's amazing. So he puts together a kick-ass card that's scheduled for two, less than two weeks from now. Except as of our conversation, we still don't know where. Now, he says he has the place. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've got some sort of inside stuff. 
a little bit, but you know, other people know about this as well. But Cam, I don't know if you've ever heard of this uh, casino resort. It's called Tachi Palace. Tachi ah. Palace. It's about an hour and a half outside of San Francisco. It's Ooh. unique. It's in California, but Northern California. So it's not right. really known by people, really. More the uh, the Reno crowd. So it's, it's, um, it's about an hour and a half outside of San Francisco, and it's closed right now. All right? Like, it's a big resort, and the resort is closed. And, and they have something called Tachi Palace Fights there. They already have a cage there and a little arena. Ooh, nice. The setup is there already. Um, but we talked about it. Gavin Newsom, governor of California. This doesn't sound like something he'll be overly excited about, especially like, you know, next Saturday type stuff. Not the upcoming Saturday, but next Saturday. But this is where it gets interesting, Ken. Tachi Palace. It's on native land. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> people don't know. Dana. Dana White, huh? He's like, all right. I got to give him credit. I can't do the United States. I'm going to find a chief tribe out there somewhere yeah. that's got a property. And we'll, we'll pull it off. So it's not official or anything, but that's the word. I got this from inside the, from someone in the business. And it was earlier in the day, you know, yesterday, late last night. And I was told... He goes, I don't know for sure. So he goes, don't break it. Plus, he goes, just wait and see what happens. And every time I break a UFC story, it causes me more grief than like, yeah. I don't get any money for tweeting it out. And I always get like angry calls. Oh, how'd you know? Who told you? What the hell? It's not worth it to me almost. But without being stated, it's Tachi Palace. That's, that's the place that they were looking at. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Okay. So that, that's one thing, Cam. Oh, I know. There's more. There's more. Lots more. So, then he goes, <laughs> yeah, not only, he goes, no, no, UFC 249 is good. I've got a location for that. But he goes, I've also secured a location for the next couple of months during this, uh, this uh, pandemic. He goes, I've secured an island. Island. <laughs> yes, I know. What is this guy? He bought an island. Oh, okay. <laughs> a functioning island. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, <laughs> international waters. Yeah, exactly. This guy, like, it's he like everything. Monkey fights, international this water. This back to it, though, Cam. Is ESPN really getting you? You guys really airing fights, like, from international waters now? Like, this is <laughs> what's come to. They could. And get this, though. <laughs> it's no coincidence that basically after Dana proudly tweeted this out and told TMZ Sports that, oh, I got an island, I've got a place, we got UFC 249, and then after that, I've got it on my own island. We're building the infrastructure on the island as we speak. The uh, Ringside Physicians of America, mm. which is like the, it is what it sounds like. like it's the Ringside Physicians of America, yep. especially like combat sport physicians in every state. They wrote a letter last night after. They didn't name the UFC by name. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're medical professionals, but well, they're the only, yeah, who else are they talking to? Exactly. They stated that they think it's like grossly negligent, stupid. They highly recommend against this, that it's dangerous. Um, they went on, they had like, I could read you the, the exact words, Cam, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, David doesn't care about that though, right? No, it doesn't. But I wonder if Disney does, but honestly, between you and me, I don't think they do. I don't either. I don't think they do. And that's a great point. And you got to give them credit. Like when all this is going on, me and you talked about it. It was Trump and Dana versus the world. 
Uh, everybody else is bunkering down. These guys want business as normal. You talk about it. What are we going to do? International waters. How do we get around these treaties? Native casinos. That's all. <laughs> You've been gambling a long time, right? And that's what they do. Hey, why aren't you paying taxes? Native land. You know what I mean? And we've been on a lot of offshores and stuff. And why do you think, Gabe, you know, you, you were a guy who commentated this stuff. You were actually there, you and Landsberg, whatever. You go to Native, yes, yes, you know, yes. you go to Native land. You get tax breaks. You can have fights where things are happening with sketchy things. The thing because is, the government, yep. the government has better things to do in California right now. They're like, man, I don't need to pick a war with this this tribe right now. Like you saw in Canada, dude, they they close train tracks down and stuff, bro. Like they're just like they, 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 you know what I mean? You know, the natives they've been screwed in the past and they mind their own business, but they don't like being messed with now. No, they don't. <laughs> No, they don't. You know what I mean? Like, like, look, dude, they're so powerful. You and I talked about it in the state of Florida. Can you imagine how much money they make New Jersey? I'm in Jersey saying this at FanDuel. If Florida had legalized gambling, I think they might have a billion dollars a month. Oh, easy. Like, easy. Can you imagine? Oh, seven old land and stuff? And, uh, like, huge. And, but basically, they wanted to legalize sports betting in Florida. Like, really, no one was really against it. You know who was against it? The Seminole tribe. Of course they were. Because they wanted to own it only. They said, sure, let's legalize sports gambling, but we 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 operate it. Like, we own, like, only us. And they said, no, 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 no. We're going to bring FanDuel and DraftKings and MGM. It's going to be an open market. And they said, well, no. And <laughs> That's the best. Me, me, no. Now, yeah. where, where's our cut? We'll give you this much more. No. And basically, yeah. though, they're so ingrained politically that it was like, you know what? We, it's not worth it. But this stuff happens in the casino business all the time, right? right. Like, when, yep. like, there's like wars, man, with native casinos and MGM and battles about like territory and how close you can be. So like, look at Seneca, dude. And, and there's always politics there in Niagara. Yeah, I don't think they paid the state of New York. I think they owe them like $22 million. They oh, say, yeah. We're not paying. Like, they say, we're not paying. The state of New York wants money. They're like, Map, sorry, native land. Yeah. You're not getting your che check's not in the mail. Yeah, exactly. They don't care. It is. They signed, <laughs> they signed like a lease or a deal with the state of New York for like 38 years or something. Yeah. No one re signed it. So basically, Seneca said, look, we technically don't owe you the money anymore. Uh, they're actually right that you no never renegotiated <laughs> like by law. Yes. But so New York State was like, you're operating in bad faith now. Uh, and they said, hey, bad faith, you've screwed us a lot. So don't tell us about bad faith. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and they, they worked it out. Like, I don't know if they, they ended up paying less. They didn't pay the whole thing. Like, you know, I don't want to, that's not our topic right now. Yeah. But anyways, so since this is the Association of Ringside Physicians urges indefinite suspension of combat sports. Thing is, Kev, it's already been suspended. So who the hell do you think they're talking to? <laughs> no, I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's no It's obviously uh, UFC Dana White here. I got to ask you this. So the thing that I don't understand about Dana White, and I will say, say me and you were in business, Gabe. Like, he comes out, he goes, island. Next question, where is your island? What is your island? How do we get to this island? Like, you know what I mean? He makes a lot of statements where I haven't seen anything or any proof that an island has been purchased. Where is it going to be, right? Like it comes out. He's he's got a lot of he's got a lot of DT in him. Like he he's learned from Trump. Just say stuff, and hopefully it'll come together. And like he doesn't really tell you the things that he's doing. Yeah, we'll have an island. Oh, okay. 
Sure. Where? How's it well, going to in most In most instances, it would be ridiculous, right? Like, you'd be like, well, yeah, we're playing the AFC Conference Championship game next Sunday. Where? We'll let you know. Yeah. Right? Like, it's at some point, you know, like, you have to tell people, which leads me to believe that he still has hurdles to jump through. Yes. Exactly. That there's something that's holding him back from saying, oh, it's here. And another thing is, so, but it, since it's MMA, it's like Fight Club almost. It has that sort of cool, dude, I used to be in the punk rock scene like in the 80s, right? We used to play shows like that all the time, Cam. I would be in a band. I wouldn't know where it was till like hours yeah. before, like three Surprise. in the afternoon. <laughs> and I would be like, well, how are people going to know? They'd be like, don't worry, they know. It'd, yeah. be like, it'd be like in a warehouse somewhere, and it'd be like a big party, right? And it's like that underground sort of scene. Mm -hmm. It's like Fight Club, right? So I think Dana almost gets a kick out of that. That, you know, oh, it's a mystery and all this type of stuff. But as I stated, at some point, he, can, he can't keep this a secret forever, only because eventually some fighter's going to leak it, mm -hmm. right? Some fighter's going to tell someone, oh, yeah, I'm flying here, right? I'm going there. It's going to be a challenge. Um, it's going to be a challenge, but if anyone, and we'll get into the other sports leagues and the challenges that they face, and evidently it looks like that call from uh, from Trump motivated a lot of them, Cam. <laughs> it sure did. They got but it doesn't mean it's going to work. That's yeah, the yeah. difference. Like They're You trying. guys can be motivated all you want, yeah. but... The NHL might be the, the, the most laughable one. <laughs> actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna say they're no. I, actually, I'm gonna disagree with you on that one. I think baseball's theories the most laughable. Oh, baseball are on. I'll put NHL in the two. No, 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 no. Baseball are on crack. Come on, mate. First, are you kidding me? At least NHL's talking about doing something. Anyway, we'll we'll get into all the leagues. We'll break them all down. But baseball right now, they that they're number one for for comedy relief right now. It's not happening. <laughs> so yeah, the Ringside Physicians of America. Um, released a statement on Monday night, basically called out the UFC, uh, recommending an indefinite suspension of all combat sports until further notice. This includes any and all uh, events, regardless of the number of people involved. Any combat sport taking place during this global pandemic places the athletes, officials, and anyone else involved in the event under unnecessary risk of infection and transmission of COVID-19. In addition... Combat sports athletes often require medical attention. After a fight, we do not wish to see any additional strain on an already overwhelmed medical system. That's actually a very good point. That last point makes a lot of sense, right? You have serious people who are, uh, you know, very close to death and stuff. And if they have to, all, you need, basically, the United States needs all the medical staff they can, anyone with any type of skill. And uh, I don't think they'll be too thrilled if they have to... Uh, you know, go go there and work for this and do that. But uh, interesting, the guy, I got to give him credit, Gabe. The guy's not a quitter. He's the opposite of that. He's, try, he's trying hard, man. Every single nook and cranny, he's trying to find some kind of loophole. And it will be, like, seriously, a massively bet, massively oh. bet UFC card. Oh, like, yeah. It will be like handle? UFC 100, like the oh, old yes. days, like his <laughs> everyone. Like, our boy Babano will have a six-pack of picks for sale. Oh, you have 20. <laughs> Early card, late card. No, you're absolutely uh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I, everyone, oh, right, UFC, oh, UFC, it's going to be the biggest thing ever. So, you know, we were talking about, and people have brought this up, and I've seen it. People in the media have sent, I've seen it on Twitter, including Disney and ESPN in the tweets. So this is what you guys are about now, right? 
Like basically like your lowbrow, like monkey fights, boxcar Willie versus Homer Simpson from the boxcar. Like, like this is what we're doing here. And yes, I think yes. I don't think they care. And if you guys think back to this, okay, and I brought this up before. If you think back to this, the first card that was on ESPN when they signed the deal, like it hasn't been that long, right? It's only been no. whatever, six months or whatever yep. it's been, it's been on, uh, on ESPN. If you think back, eight months, whatever it has been, you think back, the first card, who was their co-main event? Greg Hardy. <laughs> yeah, for, former Dallas Cowboy. You're absolutely so, no, right. It wasn't yeah. as it felt like ESPN was like, listen, yeah. we're not telling you to cut Greg Hardy, but we, we're not comfortable making him our co-main event in our first yeah. ever foray into the UFC. Yeah. Well, Kim, guess who is on this card? Greg Hardy. Right under <laughs> Justin Gaethje and Tony Ferguson. Yeah, they love, they love bringing Greg up Greg Hardy. Hardy versus Jorgen DeCastro. Wow. <laughs> like, what, like, does he have a deal, like, to, to be on ESPN only? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it sounds very interesting. Like, so that's all they, so yeah, I don't think Disney is like, ooh, I don't think they care. I, I don't think they care. So for the record, as far as the fight is concerned, Justin Gaethje takes over, Kevin. This guy, Gaethje, you'd be a fan of him. He basically, he comes to knock your head off. Yes, he does. Like a lot of fighters do, but no, he literally, he's like, let's go, man. Let's he go. leaves it all out there. Yeah, and he's one of these guys, which is not smart, but no. he's one of these guys that says, I'm not here to win fights. I'm here to entertain the fans. Yeah. <laughs> like he wants to stand and like, just like go and whoever like the better man is, he's into like an old school shootout style. Yeah. He'll really be like, listen, you want to hit me? Go. Yeah. Like, and I'm going to hit you. Let's go. Like, he's one of those type type of guys. But his fight IQ cam. Mm, yeah. That doesn't work. like that the way. same number that Bobby Orr wore. <laughs> well played. You're yeah, right. Not Wayne Gretzky. No, no, no. no, yeah, no like, that's a good way to put it. Like, what's his jersey sure. IQ number? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not uh, Wayne Gretzky. Let's say it's more uh, Cam Newton, number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they, but she's. Casey's yeah. known Cam for having a bad fight IQ. Like, he doesn't defend himself properly. He gas like you, know what I mean? He's fun to watch. He's a freaking warrior. He can beat anybody in the world because he can knock anybody out on any given Saturday night. Yeah. But he's also not, he's very beatable because of this, right? Yeah. He's, he's predictable. Talking, I got to tell you something. That, yeah, that, that stuff works if you land the first one. But when you talk about bad fighting, hey, it's good for business, Gabe. There's no sports on right now, right? This is the perfect type of guy. Oh, it's a fun bring, fight. If yeah. you're going to bring it back, you want fun entertainment. But I hate to tell you, Tony Ferguson, he, he's no fool. Like this guy, uh, he'll take care of business, I it's would a, think. It's a tough situation for Ferguson to be put in. Very unique as far as this whole thing. I mean, everything about it is unique. You got to give him credit. Only because he's this close to a title shot again, even though he's been an interim uh, champion. Mm -hmm. He'd be the first guy to, to be an interim champion twice. Now, yep. this where it gets stupid. Everyone knows Khabib is... DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. 
Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Marenzi, and I'm on the grid, sports grid, and so is the Raging Redhead Camp Stewart. And don't forget, we're part of the loudest station in the nation as well, starting next week. SB Nation, one of the big powerhouses in the sports world. Uh, we're, uh, we're glad to be joining them along with Sports Grid. Uh, not a lot of changes uh, for those of you that have been living on the grid and Fantasy Sports Network for all these years. Uh, but what it means is uh, we're going to have more company. Um, we're going to be on numerous uh, radio stations, AM terrestrial radio stations around America, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Los Angeles, Detroit, Alabama, Auburn, Alabama, Tuscaloosa. So we'll be all uh, all over the Iron Bowl and all that type of stuff. Um, so it's nice. It's always nice to uh, to branch out. Uh, great company, uh, SB Nation and uh, SB Nation Radio. Scotty Farrell uh, as well. So you know, and, and in the future we should have in game live. And but as it is now, you know, will be game time decisions. Uh, me and Cam Farrell will be on coast to coast, uh, four to six. Me and Cam six to seven. But we look forward. Uh, to this, and you can uh, don't forget download uh, the SB uh, Nation Radio app on your phone uh, as well. All right, so we're talking about UFC 249, and just a quick uh, line check uh, right now. So Tony Ferguson put in a tough spot. Short notice opponent is always difficult in mixed martial arts. Um, and and as we stated, Gaethje's a real headhunter, guys. He's a real headhunter. Uh, but without being stated. He is a predictable headhunter. And Tony Ferguson is a very versatile fighter cat. That's what made him dangerous against Khabib, that Ferguson does a little bit of everything well. He's very well-rounded. And the thing is, he's well-rounded and he's crazy. Yes. It's like a combination. A lot of guys are crazy, but they're not fundamentally good. He's He's fundamentally good, but he's also twisted. Yep. Right? So Gaethje's twisted and it's going to come out, but he's just smarter twisted. He'll bob and weave and he'll go, oh, yeah, I see what he's doing now. And I'll get him with a left now. Bing. Like, he'll outthink this guy. He's going to beat him. I agree. And I look at the price right now. If you're looking around, I see a buck 60 for Ferguson Gabe. It seems like a pretty good price for a favorite, right? He's a guy like that's a good number. Don't Man, you FanDuel, think? FanDuel had minus 152. Wow. Basically, moments after the fight, like, was announced, okay? That's good price. It's already up to Ferguson minus 200. Really? Yeah, and I've seen on a couple books, like, if you can get anything under, like, 70, 75 cents, he's parlayable too, Gabe. We'll find some other stuff on this fight. I'll leave it to you. You know more about uh, the betting on the MMA. I watch the cards, and I'm getting in more into it. But I'll tell you this, 
Ferguson will win this fight, as you said. I've watched enough Tony Ferguson. Though. I was actually going to take him as a dog against Khabib, even though Khabib, once he gets you on the ground, you're absolute toast. I think Ferguson, Gaethje doesn't, if he doesn't connect with any of those shots, he is open to get pummeled. And I think that price, it's too bad we didn't jump on at 152, buddy. That's a real nice price. But still at minus 200, parlayable. There are some fun fights uh, on the card. There, there really are. Um, I said, you know, Dana said, I'm going to put together a card, not just a card, but I'm going to put together a damn good card. And uh, you got Worthy versus Michael Johnson, uh, Ryan Spann versus Sam Alvey, uh, Sam Alvey, smiling Sam Alvey, the redhead. He's been around a while. Uh, Ray Borg versus Marlon Vera. Uh, Sarah Moraz, I've had her on the show uh, a couple of times. Sarah Moraz versus uh, Eubanks. Uh, Alexander Hernandez versus Ferreira. Nico Price versus Luke, Calvin Qatar versus Jeremy Stevens. That's a fun fight right there. Greg Hardy versus Jurgando Castro. Uriah Hall versus Ronaldo. Jacare Souza. That's a real cool fight right there. Francis Naganu and Rosenstruck. That, you know, that's some big dudes trying to kill each other. Um, so you know what? They've got some um, they've got some real they've got some real good sort of violent fun yeah. fighters on this card. And they got, like, tough sort of veteran guys that wouldn't be scared to do this. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. Right? I mean, and that's the thing, Cam. And people talk about the UFC. The difference between the UFC is, and let's get into baseball a little bit right now. So right after this last, you know, basically it was all these this news yep. on Monday night, late at night. Boom. Dana White got an island. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know. Dana White's got an island. <laughs> UFC 249's got a place for that, and then they're going to the island after that. And Major League Baseball, Dan and Ant, ESPN was all over yeah. it. Oh, Major League Baseball plans on starting May 1st, and they're going to have spring training. They're going to play in Arizona, and they're going to quarantine the league, and they're going to be isolated. They're going to play four and a half months. And I'm thinking, are, like, are you what, what do you like? Yeah, like what, what day like, is it today? What, day world? what is this? April 7th? So you're telling me another three and a half weeks? Like, are these guys on glue? We're in April. They're talking May. Then I see at the end of the article, well, maybe June. Oh, okay. How many players right now are in Venezuela? Exactly. Or the Dominican Republic? Yeah. Or some some other place right now? A lot. Right? You know what I mean? Like, how many players spread out? Dude, Rob Manford couldn't handle the Houston Astros cheating scandal. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy's going to be able to handle quarantining a league? And you think... That listen, the UFC guys, they're all a bunch of dirt balls. And I say that lovingly. Yes. They're dirt ball fighters. They don't care. Yeah, yeah, Dana, give me the money. I'll show up. Yep. Guys, Bryce Harper's got $400 million. Yeah, he's fine. Manny Machado's got three hundred. Like, yeah, so they fine. all have money. I'm not like, sure massive money. Yeah. And they're going to say, you want me to quarantine and no family. That's it. Yeah. So, no families. Kim, you know how many people that is? It's a lot, buddy. We were talking about the NBA trying to quarantine. So baseball, baseball, 25 guys on a team, 30 teams, 750 guys. You're going to quarantine 750 players. What happens if guys get hurt? You know, minor league players aren't even playing. The minor leagues aren't playing. What about the staff members, everybody else? What about all the umpires and managers and everything? So what, you're going to quarantine over 1,000 people. uh, and, And you think... That a bunch of dudes with a union as strong as the Major League Baseball Players Union aren't going to see their families for four and a half months in the middle of a pandemic? Exactly. Like, how delusional are these people May 1st? No, when I saw that article, like, that was the one I was laughing at. You even said, you're like, uh, hockey. Well, hockey, they got uh, 
they're, they're the hockey have, one in a second I'll here. Explain, I'll explain to you like some of the positives of the hockey one, which I know, but also there it's it's kind of a pipe dream there too. But think about it. So they're talking about doing this in uh, uh, in Arizona with all those people. It makes absolutely no sense to me. So we're talking about getting all these things together, Gabe, in under four weeks, which is impossible to do to begin with. And as we know, these situations, they're not getting any better. Like, yeah. what is, that's what I'm t- It's not like there's been a report. Oh, okay, this is a great spot to do this in the corner. Like, there's I, no vaccination. I, exactly. Like, I don't see, the people are like, it's getting frustrating, actually. It is. Because I look out my window and I see people jogging and I, I, I'm was noticing good. more and more traffic out there. I've noticed because it's been sunny. People yep. out there walking their dogs, but not alone, like in packs. And like, it's like people, because suddenly it's sunny and you want to go out. It's been three weeks, people. Like, I don't understand. Like, the stupidity of everybody in this camp, it's very, very frustrating and angering. And it's a problem because you have people in power that are saying, we need to get back, we need to get back. And these people in power, without naming names, don't realize there's going to be a second wave and it's going to be worse. So it'll never be back to normal. Let's use the Australian Football League as an example. Yep. We're good. We're good. No fans. It's not even in Australia that much, but we're going to be precautious. We're not going to have fans. We're shortening the season. They even shortened the games. Yep. They said, you know what? 80-minute games are too long, man. We're, we're, let's cut this to 68 minutes. 68-minute games, no fans. Instead of 23 weeks, 17 weeks, Cam, they lasted one week. One week and barely got through the week. The Japanese <laughs> baseball league and Japanese people are smart. Yep. They postponed their league. Then they said, all right, we're good to go. They lasted four days of training and players were getting it left and right. And they shut it down. Like, I don't seem like ugh, it's actually angering me now. It is. Cam, you and I went through the exhaustive process that they've gone through in South Korea to try to play baseball. We're nowhere near that. Yeah. And the South Korean League has like eight teams. You're right, Gabe. This thing's not even they're like... They're playing in the same stadium. These stories Major League, they're like, out. And they said, Cam, oh, Major League Baseball? Yeah. There would be games all day in the same stadiums. Yeah, sure there would. Oh, yeah, that's nice and safe. <laughs> so, yeah, you're going to have guy Oh, yeah, that's the one. You're like, ah, it makes me mad almost. It's not even real journalism because it's not a story. It's not happening. These, these This is like a wish list. Like, you know, can we try this? No, it's not. And let me ask you, Kev, if the ringside physicians of America are saying, yeah, yeah, fighting's too dangerous, so what? A collision at home plate's not too dangerous? No, there's a a guy standing at first base next to the other guy? Like, okay, guys, unless you need available testing for everybody. People, nurses can't get tested right now. Exactly. They don't even have enough tests. Buddy, they don't even have enough gear and proper equipment for these yes. doctors and nurses to do so, their job, let you alone... You would have to have literally like tens of thousands of ready tests. So like basically every day, that's another thing too. I'm sure Mike Trout wants to get tested for coronavirus every day for four months, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just like, he's going to say, you know what? Let's just wait, guys. Like, you know what's amazing though, Cam? It's and I, this is where I get mad too. Mm-hmm. As an Expo fan, 1994, 
no guarantee the Expos are winning the World Series. I'm not yeah. one of these Expo fans. I, I'm going to tell you, though. I but they were going to win the World Series. Yeah, they were pitching staff. They were going to the World Series. They, now, that's like that, this. Like they lot. were smashing I, everyone. I think they were almost a lock to win, but continue. Yeah. It would have been against the Yankees, right? So, anyways, probably would have been against the Yankees. But the Expos were freaking dominant, guys. They were. They were like 44 games over 500 or something. Like, they oh. were smashing people. Like, oh, like it was like, wow, this is one of the best teams of all time. You can't beat them. Like, it was just like one of those rolls of epic rolls they were on. And they shut it down, baseball, yeah. over money. Mm -hmm. They had no World Series. It's like the first time, like, since the Spanish, like, whatever. Like, the first time ever they didn't have a World Series type thing. Besides, you know what I mean? Like, in war times. Over money. They were willing to shut it down. Now, they're unwilling to shut it down over money. Yeah. Like, that's all this is about. No one in their right mind thinks this is safe. Like, when the Surgeon General of the United States of America goes on television and goes, we are going into a Pearl Harbor 9-11 type of moment. Mm -hmm. And these jackasses are talking about playing baseball in three weeks. Oh, I know. <laughs> Like, I, 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 like, you're right. I'm at the point. I, I'm at the point. It's negligent to even report it almost. That's kind of my point. Like, don't put out a story that's not even going to happen. There, there's no chance it could happen. They don't even have the facilities. Uh, the, the, the doctors don't have the equipment. I'll tell you something, Gabe. Like, I don't even understand what the hell's going on. Yeah. No, I saw that story. And the first thing I, I read it and go, that's not even journalism. Because it's not happening. No, but the thing is, fine. It might be true. And you throw it out there. All right. Baseball talked about this. I'm going to give credit to ESPN on this, all right? Because I happened to be watching it live when it broke. And it was pretty much in the middle. It was late, Cam. It was like yeah. 1 in the morning, 1230 type thing. It was late at night. And Scott Van Pelt said, oh, Van Pelt rolled his eyes, bro. He was like, and they brought Jeff Passan on, one of their major yeah. league baseball guys. He wasn't like, oh, yeah, yeah, like enthusiastic. No. He was like, you know how many challenges there are? He was like, yeah, like even he was like, I don't know where this came from, why they're doing this. It's just funny. The Major League Baseball has this in their head, yet the NBA basically is trying to work on a game of horse. Yes. And, oh, <laughs> and, but that's, but that's but the, the way they are dumb, right? The NBA is like, like, yeah, yeah, we're not wasting our time yeah. like pretending anymore. Exactly. Let's try to put together some events through the summer and get it on TV mm -hmm. and try to figure some stuff out here. But this is where it gets political again, Cam. Adam Silver wouldn't be the type of guy, he wouldn't care what Trump says. You know what I mean? He'd be like, yeah, whatever, Trump's is, you know what I mean? I got my own problems. Major League Baseball owners, pretty conservative, and you know what I'm saying? I guarantee you, they're like, we need to get back to work. They don't want to give the money back to the television networks. That's what it comes down to, guys. No, it comes down to that, but there's also another thing. They've interviewed all the players and executives what about the pre-game uh, uh, time frame, Gabe? They're not just going to go out and play. Like, they're talking about a month. There has to be a warm-up period yeah. to get to that warm-up period. And, they were, and, and there was an estimate as sh uh, the, the shortest they could do is three weeks. That's I would be honest with you, Gabe, If I was baseball and I really was serious about this plan, I would have it like August 1st. Yeah. I would say, you know what? Yeah, we, like, need, we need two, two and a half, three months. Mm-hmm. To, to prepare for this, start getting tests, buy our own tests that don't affect people like not getting tests, mm -hmm. build the infrastructure. Like people don't, like you said, 
And I listen, the players won't go for it. I'm telling you now. The players, LeBron James wouldn't agree to go to Mandalay Bay for six weeks. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a nice spot to go to for, for six weeks. Yeah, I, you're going to live in Arizona, away from your family I, for oh, four and a half months? That's another thing. It's in Arizona there. So Arizona. Oh, yeah, and it's not hot at all, Canada, oh, summer. I'm that's going to be fun, about, right? Like, you're not even going to a, a land where it's like, I could think, so what, is, what does coronavirus do? Okay, it gets in your lungs. What's in Arizona? Hot. <gasps> Breathing problem. Like, that is, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, fail, fail, fail. Epic fail. Like, come on, guys. Get it together. It's crazy. Like Charlie Manuel is going to make it. That's a good point. Yeah, exactly. Guys like that. Oh, no, no. Yeah. You're going yeah. to see, like, yeah. dude, like, managers will be, like, literally, they're going to be like, oh, uh, Charlie Manuel fell asleep. No, he's not asleep. Oh. Like, people, exactly. Managers is going to keel off. Like, yeah. imagine Gibby out there. After, oh, like, uh, it's getting pretty hot. Gibby be on the mound. You can see Gibby. It'd be funny, uh. though. John Gibbons, <laughs> former manager of the Blue Jays. Be like a, you know, <laughs> you see him going out to the mound. Yeah, you know, man, you guys got to kind of start it. You guys got to get people out. I can't walk out here all the time. He'd be like sweating and like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. No, uh, it's it's just it's not happening, guys. People like I get it. You want to be positive, and I don't have a problem with teams and uh, leagues having a plan. Yeah, you need to have plans and hypotheticals, right? All right, if we can, let's do this. But May 1st, yeah, May 1st, like if, if, if I heard, you know what, Major League Baseball, they want to start August 1st, they're going to blast through two months in Arizona, they're going to do this, they're going to quarantine, I can say, you know what, whatever, maybe they can pull this off. Like that's what, you know, you and I talking about golf, they, you know, they have a tournament or two before that PGA in August, right, they try to feel it out. I don't have a problem with that. Like NFL football, September, you've got time yeah. to start planning to really look at this realistically. And I, I you know, I, we could get into it, but there's social reasons, guys, you can't do this stuff. All right? About the infrastructure. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.
Get on the grid, sports grid. I'm on the grid. So is the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. I am Renzi. And don't forget, we're going to be part of the loudest station in the nation, SB Nation Radio, starting next week. Syndicated across America, simulcast. So no changes for those of you on the grid. Uh, but uh, we do encourage you to uh, download and um, you know get the uh, SB Nation Radio app on your phone so you can get us on a go. It's never, um, you can never have too many platforms to listen or watch us on. All right, uh, so we're talking about, uh, it's been a pretty busy uh, couple of days in the world of sports, even though we don't have any games. Yep. We will have some fights uh, that are coming up, and I'll blast through more of the, uh, the odds for the UFC. Uh, but um, we, talked, um, we talked about the UFC and what their plans are. I think it's Tachi Palace and then a uh, private island. Uh, international waters. Uh, so check. Job well done, Dana. You did it. You're not there yet, but it looks yeah. like you're trying. He's yeah. like a jailbreak. Like he's yeah. literally outside the jail now, he but is. he's still not away. Like there's no. still, but you're over the wall, Dana. Yeah, like, yeah. You're he's over, over the, the wall. wall. Like, yeah. He got over the wall. He didn't break his ankle. He can still move. He sees lights in the forest. How are you going to get through the next wave? But he's getting he's closer. Like You're right. Car waiting. You're right. But he's, he's like got to get right through that there. area. He's yeah. right there now. Yeah, he is. He's close. Yeah. Very um, close. <laughs> so UFC is moving forward uh, one way or another. They can't be stopped. Major League Baseball uh, delusional. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> like Rob Manfred can't even handle like that cheating scandal. And this oh, guy's going to handle an operation of a crazy pass. He's a moron. Seelig would do a better job, and Bud Seelig couldn't do it. Oh yeah, this guy. Oh yeah, the trophy means nothing. It's just a piece of plastic, whatever uh, metal. Okay, that, that's good for players that actually care about sports. This guy. Oh yeah, Astros. Just let him go. Even if there's not another season, they paid their price. Like no, this guy's uh, he's over a million, Gabe. He's doing a horrible job as commissioner, and uh, this is laughable. All right. So a former colleague of both me and Cam's. Yeah. Um, and at the uh, at the score. Yeah. Uh, speaking of apps. Um, Score in sports books. So, uh, while well, the National Hockey League weighs uh, potential scenarios for finishing its suspended season, the league is considered a possible location for holding games. Elliot Friedman reports uh, that the league has tossed around the idea of finishing its 2019 20 season and postseason in North Dakota. Dakota. The University of North Dakota's Ralph Engelstead Arena in Grand Forks is among the places under consideration. The arena has an 11,640 seating capacity, and uh, but additional sites would be required. Um, not that they would have fans, but they're just saying yeah. what the arena is. They have some nice ice out there, I'll tell you they that. They do. No, and you talk to Zach Parise and people that have played there. Apparently, it's like nicer than NHL rooms. And you know what? I'll understand that. They also have two ice surfaces, Gabe. Eight high-tech dressing rooms. is extremely low in you North said Dakota. It. You said it, buddy. Yeah, but it doesn't mean North Dakota wants all these city folk going there with it. That's another problem. Yeah, other, what was it, Montana, Wyoming, Alaska are the only states with lower population densities. So that makes sense. But you're right. You haven't asked the North Dakotan people, hey, you want some NHLers coming here? And another thing is, I got to believe in a population like that, getting them over would be kind of the problem. Like, I actually like the idea, but where are you going to get quarantined in North Dakota? And they're like, they said they need other facilities. So you have this ring. Like, what else is going to work? It seems like I get it. It's a night. Nice, oh, dude, come on. Nice oh, we're playing in Fargo now? Fargo. <laughs> I'll tell you, Gabe. It's going to be a cold day. It, it yeah. looks like a pipe dream. But the, the logistics of getting it there, that seems to be, like, that's the thing. If you read the whole article, hey, it all sounds good. Da, da. Yeah, logistics. 
Very difficult. That is a tough place to get to, by the way. It's not, not going to be easy. Uh, I don't know what these guys are talking about. How's Robert Leonard going to get back from Sweden? So there's no way to fly. Yeah, I got, I got a direct flight. Yeah, Stockholm to Grand Forks. <laughs> eh, incorrect. No, I, I, you're right. Like, I oh, don't so know, this, So, um... But it's better than baseball's idea, but I don't know when it's going to happen. No, so it looks like the NHL. Well, 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 a little trouble in paradise, Cam. You know this stuff's going to start to happen now. Yes. Like with money and stuff. Oh, yeah. They're, 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 that's a NHL, NHL owners, I guess NHL players, Elliot Friedman reports they're going to lose 35% of their paychecks now. It's a big chunk. And league players aren't happy. They're like, what do you mean I'm not I'm getting 35% less? I guess it's, uh, it's an escrow on future paychecks. Well, a lot of citizens are getting, you know, what, their $500 from the government or whatever. I guess, you know, just. Well, that's the thing. The players need to well, know. And I get the players like beef, but they need, you know, they all have to be honest with each other. That's the thing. And they have to. It's, get the lawyers because they're going to say, listen, we have to give some of the money back to the networks. Like, we don't have as much money suddenly, right? Like, that's a fact. They're not lying. There was no playoffs. There was no revenue, right? Like, our revenue. It's sort of like, you know, you thought you won a 12-team parlay, but you got to the window and it was really a four-team row. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of pushes. Yeah, yeah you're, you're like, like yeah, oh, no, yeah. we didn't really? win the 12-team parlay, exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that game pushed, that game pushed. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. And you talked about the NHL. It's such a gate-driven league. Like, that's where they get their revenue. It's kind of old school. They that's need a very good point, Cam. What do they get out of it? You're going to go through all this trouble to get a 0.9 share on NBC Sports? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the thing. It's different than the other leagues, right? Like NBA, when it comes oh, back. Oh, NBA, people would be like, oh, my God, LeBron James versus Kawhi in the summer. People would go like crazy. Everybody and their mother is going to be watching and betting on Hell, when golf comes back, yeah. golf gets numbers. Let's call it out for what it is. Hockey gets bad numbers. So it's it's, it's Hockey it's would go through all this trouble and just get crushed like – if, if hockey could do it, the NBA would do it. And the NBA would start the same night. Hey, guys, how you doing, Batman? Yeah, hey, yeah, we're starting, too. We're starting the playoffs tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guys, but, like, the NBA are smart guys, okay? The NBA is a progressive, smart league. They're working on a game of horse. Yeah. And here... <laughs> with the game of horse. Because they're, the greatest minds have come together and say... We have cameras at Steph Curry's place. We have cameras here at Trey Young's place. This is actually great for the story that we talked about on the last show. Okay, Trey Young, you're, you've had a 36% uh, shooting percentage in comparison to Curry's worst at 41. Put your money where his mouth is. Let's start going, banging some threes. Let's rock. We'll bet on this three-point competition. We'll bet on this horse competition. You brought it up the other day, slam dunk competition. These things can be done in the state that they are with the technology we have with people staying safe. You That's what the end is looking at. There's a, lot of the, there's a lot of little offshoots that we can do, buddy. I know. Pro bowling. I love bowling. They could have one guy like 10 lanes apart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Talking smack, Pete Weber. Hey, who do you think you are? I am. So no, I agree. Like, and you don't need any. You can even do it. You can do that remotely too. Yes. You can literally have one guy at his local bowling alley. Like, go go in Jersey out there by MetLife where, like, uh, Le'Veon Bell went bowling. You know what I'm saying? Take over a place. One guy, he bowls on camera. Like, 
We have to get creative, and they can't. They can't. Like throughout the summer. All right, how can we have events without people in the same place? We live in a virtual era, guys. Like we can pull this stuff off. Hey, you're in New Jersey. I'm in Toronto. We're doing shows. You know what I mean? Like exactly. We're it out. I'll tell you something. How many bowling alleys? I stayed at the South Point. There's a professional bowling alley there. We stayed at. Oh yeah, exactly. There's a million of There's them. There's one in at Sunset Station. Yeah, there's a million. Exactly. So you can drop all over Vegas. All right, you got three, four bowlers at that lane. They're literally like eight lanes apart from each other when they're bowling. Like they're 20 feet away from each other. Yeah, there's 24, 30 lanes. Oh, like there's, I'm just saying, there's a lot of like, you can get creative. Tennis probably can be pulled off. So. Don't touch the balls. Wear gloves. Like there's sort of, you know, look, but South Korea, they tried wearing masks when they played baseball and they said, ah, we can't breathe properly. So you and I talked about how We'd gladly bet on a game of horse. I, you know, a three three point competition. I'd bet on that all day. And we said, "Now nah, I'm not down with betting on NBA guys." And I brought it up how I, I was excited by the NASCAR stuff. The NASCAR stuff's cool because those guys take it seriously. But how about this, Cam? A little bit of controversy. And can there never not be controversy with Kevin Durant? So, uh, with actual sports on hiatus, gamblers have found new and exciting ways to lose their money. Uh, says Yahoo Sports. <laughs> uh, so That's when news great. broke, so, okay, so we and I talked about this, Kev. NBA players played a tournament of NBA basketball. Yep. Video game. Yep, we saw Except it. it's not like NASCAR where they're taking it seriously. Like, these guys were smoking weed and laughing and, like. It was a joke. Yeah, yeah. Like, Siakam was, like, giggling. Oh, he's, like, <laughs> dunking on people. Like, you know what I mean? They're like kids. They had fun with it. But people were betting on it, all right? Some of those offshore places um, that you shouldn't be betting at, people. Yeah. Um, they um, they 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 put it up. So this is what's uh, this is what's crazy about it. It came down to the championship. Kevin Durant, of course, he's good at this, right? Durant made the championship. Kevin Durant versus Derrick Jones Jr. Quite a year for Derrick Jones Jr. Huh? Son of a bitch, yeah. won a slam dunk. Now he, he won the NBA title in the video games. He yes. beat everybody. Correct. <laughs> no, no, you're right. This guy's so, really racked it in. The game was broadcast on ESPN. People thought it was live. Mm. Incorrect. It was not live. <laughs> it was taped. I, that is a joke, man. One of That's the offshore sports books started to clue in. The NBA players only tournament over the weekend caused a headache for sports books because it was pre-taped. Information ultimately was leaked. Durant was the favorite to win the tournament, but uh, we took very little action over the course of the first 24 hours. When we posted a first-round matchup and lines and the bets were completely one-sided towards Jones Jr., and it becomes obvious that someone knew the, uh, the outcome of the game, which they did. And uh, Jones Jr. won. So I guess, I don't know, maybe he didn't win the whole thing. Did he win the whole thing, or did he just advance? I don't know if he won the whole thing. All I know is he beat Durant, and those books got fleeced. And that's why, that's why you don't bet on this stuff. That's why you don't bet on WrestleMania and these things in these times. No. Somebody's going to leave. I would, guys, I would rather bet on the real, not the simulation stuff, but I would rather bet on the pro players camp. Like some pro kid from Korea that's yes. wicked at yes. NBA, yes. like against another pro. Yes. I'd rather bet on that than betting on Kevin Durant versus Derrick Jones. Those don't, guys don't care, yes. like if they lose. You know what I'm saying? Correct. You think, you think Derrick Jones is losing? You know what I mean? 
Bubba, the NASCAR guys do, as you see. They lose sponsorships over that stuff. Blue I'm, Emu. I'm just, yeah, Blue, that's right. Chuck Woolery, Blue Emu. <laughs> Johnny Bench. I'm just, I'm just upset. So we why do you think the North Dakota thing can work, though, Ken? No, In no. What, like what world? No, I'm not saying it's going to work. I'm saying the North Dakota idea is better than that baseball Arizona idea, which I think is horrendous. North Dakota, as you talked about before, Alaska, Montana, for, for states of population base, ranking in four, they already don't have, they don't have a lot of cases. If you crack down the numbers, it's good. The arena that they have there, it's a fantastic facility. I just don't know the logistics of it, Gabe. And that's the thing. Getting people to North Dakota, eh, that's kind of the problem. I, I, I'm, I'm just happy the hockey guys are at least thinking and coming up with ideas. I don't know when the date would be, but this seems to be something that, you know, at least they're at least they're cracking heads. They're starting to think, okay, we could do this type of thing. I'm thinking, though, that state makes a lot more sense, and that facility is very good. It offers a lot. There's a lot of dressing rooms. There's two patches of ice. You can get a lot of things done in that facility in comparison to others, which they were thinking about. You know... The only way they can pull this off, and same with baseball, not feasible for four and a half months. You no, would have to get people to agree to this going in, and then I'll take it, but it's not. Are you real? Are you a real champion? No. Like every, you're not, there's an asterisk next to the championship this yeah. year for everybody. For like, sure. Let's call it up for what it is. But you could do it if you literally had a tournament camp. You can't function as a league and play every few days and la da da live in this bubble for six months, bro. It's not happening. Like, it won't work. This isn't the Simpsons with a bubble over the town. Like, it's, it won't work. Like, it, functionally, we're not there at a societal yeah. level, right? I think, listen, we can have sports, guys. Life will not be back to normal, and there won't be fans at events, I think, for 12 to 18 months until there's a vaccination. Yeah. All right. That point blank is out. I would there. agree with that. That's means sports leagues done. can play if they have an abundance of tests. Okay. We're not there yet. We could be there in two months. South Korea is there right now. They've got an abundance of tests. They have enough tests that if someone doesn't feel well, boom, they test them. They know. Uh, we. I, I hate repeating myself all the time, but it gets frustrating. And I know you know it, Kev. As long as people are a you know, that they, we don't know, as long as people are w walking around with it. It's not good. And they don't even know they have it and they feel fine and they're yeah. still spreading it to people. We can't like function regularly I, in society. They're I'm like, gonna we're constantly you, gonna have these pockets of crazy sickness, guys. I'm gonna tell you, this is the worst thing. Asymptomatical. Uh, due, due to the timing, due to the timing. I know you, you talk about heat and all these other things that help in killing. But I'll tell you, now that spring is upon us and people already have cabin fever, this is the worst type, exactly what oh, you said. Yeah. I saw the same thing today. People roller skating with each other. I saw people walking real close in packs. They weren't keeping their distance and stuff. Guys, you're not helping the situation. We need to let this situation, you gotta give it more time. I know it's annoying, but that's the only way the numbers can be stopped, halted and go down instead of up. And I know it sucks. I wouldn't even know. You know. I'm looking out my window right now. There's like traffic. Oh, There's a I traffic know. jam. Yes. Yes. I like, told you. I went I, to, I, it's to just, the to another one. It's too many people. It's amazing. Like, I know. I you know people just, they don't take it seriously. They don't. And it's the stupidity of people, Ken. It's the stupidity of people. Long run, the more you that, do 
that stuff now. You're not going to be able to go out later when you want to. Even but. when they see the death and carnage, they still don't listen. I know. They still don't listen. They still don't know. Tells you a lot about our society these days, man. It's been very disappointing. Like, you know, it's like, you think, yeah. And also it shows the, the, the selfishness because anyone should know now that you could be walking around spreading it without knowing it. Yes. And I just, you know, in a long chain of things, you could be killing people. You could be. You know what I mean? Like you could give it to someone and then they give it to their grandmother and grandma dies. Mm-hmm. Right? right? And then boom. It's like, well, you gave it to them. Like you, you're the chain. Well, look what I do with my parents, right? Gabe, I do their stuff. I leave the groceries on the, like I don't go into their house or anything. My dad's got COP. I put the groceries on the thing. They pick them up. Uh, good, exactly. Gloves. Yeah, you're out there in society, but you could have picked it up and you don't even know. But know. Uh, we're going to get to the questions of the day. we got a couple of cool other stories to get to. Joe Lisi talks up. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.